What's going down, everybody? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. Find me on Twitter at RayGQ. But this episode, this college football reaction show, is only going to be geared towards the quarterback position, and in particular, the four quarterbacks who played early today. Malik Willis from Liberty, Matt Corral, Ole Miss, Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh, and Sam Howell, University of North Carolina. Those four quarterbacks. For me right now, as far as fantasy football is concerned, these are the four top guys at the position right now for me, um, you know, before we get to the pre-draft process. Pickett, Howe, Willis, and Corral. And it was an excellent weekend to watch these guys because for months we've had the November 6th date circled on our calendars to see Liberty come into Oxford, Mississippi. Malik Willis' opportunity to play against an SEC opponent really put on some numbers. I think it was reported that 16 NFL teams were at this matchup. Um, so, you know, battle for QB1. Majority of mock drafts that we're seeing right now, I'd say Malik Willis is the consensus one uh, with Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Sam Howe sprinkled in there, two, three, four, depending on which mock and which day of the week. But this was a great opportunity to see both of these guys on the field at the same time. Now, the hype, I mean, you see the picture behind me, right? The hype leading up to this one was just battle of these Titan quarterbacks. And there wasn't a lot of excuse making before the game for Malik Willis. It was, you know, people expected him to go in there and at least show some of the things that he's shown over the past, you know, the past 2021 season. And before that last year, that made him such a special prospect while we're so excited about him. And, you know, Matt Corral coming in, it was reported that, uh, his top two receivers were out. Uh, he's banged up, not 100%. He was limping around all damn games. So his full, he's got a former quarterback out there playing wide receiver for him, some young guys. Uh, so we really didn't know what to expect. And um, as we watched that game, as I watched that game, it was clear to me that Matt Corral is and, – and, and I want to – and I will I'm, – I'm going to give grace to Malik Willis, but I just think he is – in a better position to succeed early in the NFL opposed to Willis right now. You watch Liberty, and the first thing that comes to mind is, I mean, of course, it's Liberty versus an SEC school. So there, there is some level of understanding and grace for what Malik Willis has to do. Um, but but what I was telling some people as, I, as we were watching the game and we were conversing about it, I didn't expect Malik Willis to go out there and throw for 450, six touchdowns, no interceptions, have 100 rushing yards. But I did expect to see him exhibit some of the traits that that make him perceived to be such a special prospect, show something. You know, a, a lot of times we love to praise athletes for destroying inferior competition. But when they face adversity or they play a team that maybe they're not favored to win, and he doesn't perform, it's like, well, he's at liberty. And the talent is just, it's such, I get that. But I still wanted to see something that gets me, like, super excited. Like, yo, this dude's got it. Like, it's there. It's there. I know they didn't win. I know they don't have all the talent there. But you see it. And in this game, I don't think we saw that from Malik Willis. I am not done with Malik Willis. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad prospect. I'm just talking about what we saw with Corral versus Willis head-to-head, -head, it was clear that Matt Corral is just the better quarterback right now at this stage of their career. Uh, Corral, 20 for 27, 324, one touchdown. Didn't really do anything on the ground, six for nine. Again, he was gimping around out there. One ankle, one leg, pretty much. He, he didn't want to run. When he did run, he protected his body. He slid. Um, but just from the pocket, you can just see the ball placement, 
Uh, I tweeted a video of a, of a throw where he, he threw down the middle of the field, 53 yards in between the safety and the corner. Probably if he were 100%, he would have put that ball out there and gave the receiver an opportunity to run under it and score. Uh, but we saw him do that later on through the game. Like you could just the, the poise and the development from last season to this season with Corral, he's been special. He's been phenomenal. Willis, on the other hand, 16 for 25, 173 yards, three interceptions. One of them came late in the game. I mean, it was just YOLO ball, right? Sidearms it, crossbody. Probably wishes he can have that back. But at that point in time, I think there was a minute 43 left in the game. They were down by two touchdowns. Probably not going to come back. But three interceptions. Uh, you know, he ran the ball 27 times for 71 yards. Uh, believe he was sacked nine times in this game. Uh, again, you can tell that Liberty is not an SEC school. But I'm watching it, and there are times where he's just... He can get away without athleting, you know, players that he plays against on a normal basis. But he's not—he's—he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Lamar Jackson. Don't get it twisted. Like he's not that. So I don't know if he'll be able to out-athlete people at the next level. I just think he's—I think what you want to do with Malik Willis, and we're talking about you know these quarterbacks transitioning to the next level, is he want you really want him to land in like a Jordan Love situation where. He's backing up, uh, just say Atlanta, right? Say Matt Ryan's got another year or two left. Get Malik Willis there, let him sit, let him develop, let him learn, then you throw him out there. I just don't think you want him, the Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson, I mean, just threw him right in with the Jets. I don't think you want that uh, early on from Malik Willis. You know, Corral, on the other hand, again, a lot of things that we wanted to see from Matt Corral this season was his decision-making. Um, you know, and he's been phenomenal this season playing with, you know, Jonathan Mingo's barely been there this season. Drummond was out this week. Uh, he did face adversity. They got beat down versus Alabama. Auburn took him out. Uh, his Heisman odds are gone, but he's still out there competing. And, and everything that I saw from Matt Corral today, for me, that's why in my, in my rankings, he is the only player, um, in the, at the quarterback position, uh, who's, who's looked at as, as QB one in this class. 2022 QB ranks. I'm already here. Yeah, Matt Corral, tier one quarterback prospect. He's he's the only guy. He's the only guy. And for those those of you, this is this is our our database prospect talk patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. But uh, yeah, go through the player pages, uh, articles on Corral. If you want to go to Corral's YouTube stuff or check his Twitter, we got all this stuff in here. But for me, right now, he's the the clear quarterback, tier one quarterback, and quarterback one. In this 2022 class, uh, still like Malik Willis, I just think he's a player that's a little raw. Probably going to need some more development. Uh, love the raw physical tools, physical ability, but I'm just I'm not there. Malik Willis, QB one or QB two. On the other hand, uh, Kenny Pickett, he just he just continues to just destroy. He he, he just he he's gotten better and better and better. And I know he's a fifth year senior. Damn it, he should be good. Um, but this past performance this past Saturday was just incredible, and we got to see him do a little something with his legs for, you know, for for, one, for once, you know, eight carries, 57 yards, long touchdown run for Kenny Pickett, uh, athletic quarterback. I know there's some concerns about his hand size and things of that nature. That doesn't really bother me. You know, a lot of people talk about it, that he's improved his draft stock this season more than damn near any other player in college football in another 400-yard passing performance, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he's good, man. He's good. He's a top-four quarterback for me, a top-five quarterback in this class. 
we're seeing very smart people in the NFL draft community, Dane Brugler and company, saying Kenny Pickett has got a real shot to be the first quarterback off of the board um, in the NFL draft. And, you know, if, if those people are saying that and he's getting that type of hype and we're seeing him mocked early, maybe. Maybe it's going to be one of those situations where are you going to shoot for like max upside with with Willis or Corral or do you want the safety net? Do you just want a quarterback who's going to be Kirk Cousins, who's going to be Mac Jones for say that's going to be safe. They're going to start for you. They're going to have a long career, but never give you that high end elite fantasy season. Maybe some people like the dynasty like that. Maybe that's a that's you know, you don't want to shoot for the for the for the moon or shoot for the stars, whatever it is. With, with a Willis or Corral and then, you know, be out of a quarterback in three years, you know. Mitchell Trubisky at one point in time going into the season, he was an MVP candidate. He was a Konami code type quarterback, and now he's a backup looking to rehabilitate his career and hopefully land another job somewhere starting down the line. But uh, Pickett looks good. I'm telling you, I would not be shocked. And Twitter will go crazy, but I wouldn't be shocked if the first three quarterbacks off of the board during the NFL drafts when it was all said and done is Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral and Carson Strong, two of those three quarterbacks really aren't dual threat guys. So it, it's just at, at, at some point you have to be able to deliver the ball accurately. And, you know, honestly, y'all, we spend a lot of time talking about these damn quarterbacks when nobody's good at scouting quarterbacks. NFL teams aren't good at scouting quarterbacks. If they were, Dak wouldn't have gone in the fourth round. Tom Brady wouldn't have gone in the sixth round. Drew Brees wouldn't have gone in the second round. I, I mean, if 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 we were all good at it, Paxton Lynch wouldn't have went round one. Jake Lockard, E.J. Manuels, Christian Ponder, Blaine Gabbert. We see NFL teams routinely screw this pick up, so let's not make it seem like I have all the answers. I don't know. Anybody on Twitter who scouts these players, we don't know. It's the biggest guess in football. Um, therefore, majority of the time moving forward for me, I'm going to give my evaluation, my opinion, my thoughts on these guys and let draft capital sort itself out. If a quarterback is taken early in the NFL draft, first round, top 10 pick, they're going to have leeway and latitude to screw up. Whether that be two, three, Josh Allen was bad for two years, and then the third year it clicked. Now he's a half a billion dollar quarterback, right? So uh, if, if they're drafted early, they will matter for fantasy football purposes. Anything after round one, take the guy that you love, take the guy that you believe in, and, and maybe you'll strike gold down the line. So I just want to preface this by saying I don't have the secret formula. I'm just going based off of what I see and my knowledge and experience with the game. Uh, I love Kenny Pickett, tier two quarterback prospect for me. And then the fourth guy, Sam Howell. Um, this was all about the running back in this one. Sam Howell was okay throwing the ball. I think he was 16 for 29. 16, 29, 216 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. But another 100-yard game on the ground. Sam Howell, um, he's, I like him. I like what he's putting on wax this season. And I've, I've said it a couple of times now. He reminds me of Josh Allen light. Like, I know he's not nearly as big. He's not 6'5", 240, 6'5", 250. He's 6'1", 225, but he's that type of athlete that's not just like, it doesn't just wow you, but he's so effective, such an effective runner. He's faster than people give him credit for. People forget that he was a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school, and I don't know why. The first two years, it didn't look like he really wanted to run, didn't look like he was real con- This season, he's a, he's a madman. I think after this week, I believe he'll have more rushing yards than Matt Corral does have on the season, so... He's just, he's been lights out this year. Uh, Sam Howell's been fantastic. And if you're asking me today, 
who I have more confidence in, like dynasty fantasy football-wise, uh, for being a long-term starter and effective fantasy quarterback at the next level, Malik Willis or Sam Howell, it would probably be Sam Howell right now. With Malik Willis's QB3, Kenny Pickett there as QB4. Um, and I think that's, I, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Corral, Pickett, Strong, Willis, Howell. Those are, those are my five guys right there in this uh, 2022 quarterback class. And again, Willis and his, uh, and his upside is is insane. What he could do with his legs and his arm if he puts it all together, I just I don't think you really want him out there. I don't think NFL teams are going to want him out there early, like day one. I, I just think that would be a mistake. Again, what the hell do we know? Just my opinion on these quarterbacks after we got to see them all in action at the same time. I think the most impressive, in my opinion, out of all, all four that played the most impressive uh, I'd say Kenny Pickett because he did it versus he did it versus a Power Five team. Granted, it's Duke, but it's still an ACC opponent, um, and he was surgical through the air. Jordan Addison is stud; he's gonna be so good next year. Uh, but I'd say Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral doing it without any of his offensive weapons at the wide receiver position on one leg. Uh, Sam Howell, what he did on the ground, running physical, got banged up, came out for a play, goes right back in, and then Malik Willis because of the hype. And again. Had he gone out there and destroyed Ole Miss today, nobody would have said, you know, the narrative wouldn't be, oh, it's it's Liberty, they have inferior players, and the narrative will be, look how good he is. He Look how good he is. He beat, did that to Ole Miss. But today, just, it, they didn't have it, man. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at with these 2022 quarterbacks that get drafted around one. They will matter. I appreciate you stopping by, checking out the content. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a great Sunday. Hope all your teams win. Hope you win your fantasy matchups, and we'll be back next week. Mock Draft Monday. Mock Draft Monday. We got another 2022 rookie mock draft. Three-round Superflex mock coming your way on Monday. Matter of this thing. Peace. <laughs>